Hello everyone. Join me, a small medium at large, as we explore the world of spirit, energy, tarot, mediumship, psychic abilities, angels, oracles, paranormal activity and basically anything downright spooky. If any, some or all of those things interest you, then you've come to the right place, my friends. I'm Melanie Mahmood, and welcome to the Spirit Level Podcast. Hello, 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 and welcome to the Spirit Level Podcast. Normal services resume this week, and I am back, but a massive thank you to my beloved husband, Mr. M, who I am assured, and I completely agree, did a brilliant job of filling in last episode. He was very, very nervous, but I don't think it showed. Thank you also to Scott Gazzoli of Causing the Effect podcast. I'm so sorry I didn't get the chance to meet you, but I'm hoping that we will soon. Loved their little chat. Catch up with it on episode 22 if you've not heard it yet. So Peter is still in hospital and some progress is being made. We're hoping that he's coming home next week, but we're not quite out of the woods yet. So thank you for all your lovely messages of healing and support. They've really meant a lot to us and I'll keep you posted on progress. If you've ever had to go through what my family is going through at the moment, you'll know exactly how exhausting it is for everybody involved. And whilst I've had this week off work, I'm back next week and I'm shattered. So it's it just feels like an uphill battle at the moment. So it's head down and power through. So my love and healing hugs to anyone who has or is going through such times uh, as we are at the moment. Anyway, onwards and upwards, in this week's episode in Crystal Corner, our featured crystal is Unakite. We have some more of your listeners' questions. We welcome back to the show my spiritual sister and dear pal, Sophia Marie Ferguson from Ray Hope Reiki. Sophia talks about her work with the St Albans Spiritualist Church and her foray into teaching. In Household Hocus Pocus, Cumin is on the menu, and in Time for Tarot, our feature card is the final card of the Major Arcana, and it's the world. So, here we go. This week we're going to have a look at Unakite. It's the vision stone. It's also the Carpe Diem stone, so it sees the day, seizing opportunities. It's part of the Jasper family, and Unakite is a mixture of red jasper and, and the green epidote, so red and green, and looks a bit like bloodstone. But it's got a very different vibe to bloodstone. It's very healing and balances body with the mind. So great for balancing emotions with practical solutions. It fosters healthy relationships of every kind. So that's in business, friendship, family and love connections. But it's also great for anybody suffering with addiction because it removes harmful toxins on a cellular level as well as balancing the emotional side. It's linked to the third eye chakra. So Unakite being the vision stone is useful for psychic vision and clairvoyance. But if is it more of a grounded energy, in my opinion, my feelings are that it's more useful on a psychic abilities level than connection to and with spirit. Physically, it's my go-to stone and gemstone and crystal for anything pregnancy or fertility based because it supports both. 
It also supports tissue growth and regeneration. So it's great for healing tissues or injuries and supports any issues of uh, healing related to cancer and cancer treatment, particularly of the lungs as it supports the lungs and the chest area. So it strengthens the emotional bond between baby and parents. So again, this is why it's useful in pregnancy because it, it kind of gets the jump on that connection before baby's even here. The vibe of Unakite is is very slow and heavy. Not heavy in a bad way, but it's slow and steady. So it's slow and steady wins the race. And it flows like a glacier. It's it's almost imperceptible, but it is there and it is very strong. So that's Unakite. If you'd like to have a look at some, we do have it in the Crystal Corner store on the website. So that's www.thespiritlevel.co.uk. It's time for listeners' questions. So what have we got this week, Mr. M? Thank you, Mel, and hello again, everybody. Uh, just before we get to our questions this week, Mel, I'd just like to thank all of you who got in contact after last week's show. Uh, your comments regarding me guest hosting were very kind, and I'm really very, very grateful for the kind words. It was exceptionally nerve-wracking, but I just about managed to get through unscathed. Uh, however, Mel, having done so, and now that I am officially a lovey darling artiste... <laughs> I think we should renegotiate my fee. <laughs> One fish finger sandwich does not cut it. Is it two then? Uh, well, you can have a fish finger sandwich with a pickled egg. Might be oh, okay. Yes, uh, yes. I'll see your pickled egg. I'll raise your pickled onion. Done. Right. <laughs> and with that, dear listeners, three questions for you this week, Mel. Oh, three. Okay. Blimey. The first is from Margaret in Harrogate, mm. who asks... I have a strong belief in spirit, angels and the afterlife, but none of my family do. They often make fun of me. How do you cope with people who don't believe or ridicule you in terms of your beliefs? Well, I think I've mentioned it before and I, and certainly if you know me personally, you'll know that I'm not I'm not about changing anybody's beliefs. Believe believe what you want. I'm I'm not bothered. I know what I believe because of what I've experienced. Some people say, oh, well, I don't, I don't believe in ghosts because I've never seen one. Well, I have. So it's, it's that personal experience for me and that nobody can take that away from me. So I know exactly how difficult it can be, especially when people are ridiculing something that you believe in quite strongly. And it, it's actually part of your spiritual being and your core. You just have to take that under the chin to a certain extent and you just say to them would you say that to me if it was a, a recognized religion and watch the faces because they'll they'll freak out um so yeah i know how hard it is I, I, i'm not bothered about what people think about me what people think about me is none of my business and that's kind of the attitude that i adopt and it protects me very well uh, and, and you know look after yourself and and keep believing what you want to believe in my darling Thanks, Mo. Just on that, do you think it's it's easier for people to ridicule because spiritualism, although it's recognised uh, form of religion, is, isn't as clearly defined as Christianity and Buddhism and Sikhism, Hinduism, uh, Islam. Uh, if people started ridiculing for that, they'd be in uh, a bit of bother, I would have thought. Exactly. So um, it, it's all about respect, isn't it? It's about respecting people's individuality and their individual beliefs um, and 
you if you want to put a label on it, then put a label on it. And I have actually turned around to people in the past and say, you you are criticizing my religion. Because, uh, as you say, spiritualism is a recognised religion, and uh, you know, stand up for yourself. But you're not here to change other people's views. They can believe what they want, as as so can you. And that's exactly what I say to folk. Yeah, spot on, Mel, and uh, and thank you, Margaret, for for that question. Interesting Obviously. one, that one, Margaret. Thank you. Our second question this week comes from Claire in Barnsley, who asks: Do pets have souls? Of course they do. Um, if you've had the pleasure and joy of, of having pets in your life, whether it's a cat or a, a dog or whatever, you know they have their own personalities. So they're just bundles of love. Well, apart from the hell panther who was doing the wall of death at four o'clock this morning. So, um, yeah, that's Binks. Uh, but yes, of course they do. And uh, I have actually had... Uh, my previous pets come back and visit us. So um, they definitely have a spirit form. I wouldn't want to um, to say that they haven't and uh, and we will all be reunited. Thanks, Mel. You, you mentioned the other week, actually, you, um, you saw one of our former pets in the living room. Yes, we saw, um, we saw Phoebe. I saw Phoebe and I saw her just disappear into the kitchen and... Uh, at first, I thought it might have been Binks, but Binks was actually sat beside me, so I know exactly what I'd seen. So it was nice to know that she'd come back to pay a visit. That's excellent, Mel. Okay, and our final question this week comes from Gail in Northampton, who asks, is there a difference between a ghost and a spirit? Uh, I think people tend to merge them uh, as as one and the other. But I think there is a difference because there's a difference in the kind of spirit that you see in the Grey Lady, if you like, Mm. in castles and whatnot that people see historically. I think their recordings, I think I've mentioned this before about stone tape theory, I think that um, they are recordings that are played back and that to me is a ghost. A spirit is is, um, an intelligent consciousness. So they can take a, a physical form, but you're talking to somebody's consciousness. You're talking to their personality. Um, a ghost, I think, is just a replay. That's how I see it anyway. I don't know if other people agree. Hey, no, no. Good answer, Mel. Yeah. And uh, thank you. And thank you to Margaret, Claire and Gail for getting in touch. If you would like to get in touch with us to ask us a question or just to say hello, then here is how you can contact us. Thank you to everyone who submitted a question. There are a number of ways you can get in touch with us. You can get in touch with us via email and the address is thespiritlevel22 at gmail.com. On Facebook, on the groups, search for The Spirit Level. On Twitter, search for thespiritlevel.co.uk. We have a Twitter handle, which is at thespiritlevelu, which is a capital U. On Instagram, search for me, Melanie Mahmood, or thespiritlevel.co.uk. Or you can click on the SpeakPipe link in the episode notes and send us a voicemail free of charge. In addition, there are a number of resources for you to download and access on our website, totally free of charge, at www.thespiritlevel.co.uk. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcoming back uh, a guest who has been on the show before. It's my new friend, Sophia Marie Ferguson from St. Albans Spiritualist Church. 
And um, we just wanted to have a chat about what she's doing now. We had a talk in the last couple of episodes about how she started, where she's been, and um, just like talking about what you're up to now then, Sophia. Where did where did we get to? I'm trying to catch up with where we got to. We had a long chat, didn't we? We did, um, yeah. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm actually feeling really blessed because I start, my first part of my journey, I would say, would started at St Alpin's British Church when I first walked in there and um, started to sit in a, in a development circle and I feel really blessed now that you fast forward all the years throughout all of my practice and everything I've been through I am now taking I'm now the teacher taking the class for uh, the spiritual development class at St Alpin's Spiritual Church. That's amazing considering I mean what was the time difference there then from walking into you oh, know gosh. teaching and leading what are you taking me back a bit um <laughs> Gosh, I can't even think. Um, I think it might be about five years or something like that. Oh, well, that's yeah. good. You think yeah. about you know, where you've come in that five years. That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Been quite a journey. It's like we've had we've had this discussion between ourselves before, where you've talked about feeling guilty about taking time out from the work that we do to 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 have your family and to do things that you need to yeah. do and work. And I took ten years out because I had to. You've got to live, haven't you? absolutely absolutely yeah. don't even get started on the guilt the mum guilt yeah. that you know no one tells you about the mum <laughs> <laughs> it's a real thing <laughs> it's a real thing but it take you you know spirit know that you've got a life to lead and you you know you're here to have that human exist ex- existence that human contact that human yeah absolutely story, you know um so how did you come over overcome that then to carry on um, what you're doing now just I just feel I just know that through everything I've been through and all the deep experiences that I had I just kind of felt if I can survive that if I can go through all of those experiences then I can just do this yeah. nothing can hold me back what could possibly go wrong what can possibly be the worst thing and I always told myself that I can remember the first time stepping onto platform which is you know it's like a high a little that's like a little mini stage if you want yeah, to put it that way it's a stage uh, isn't it like a little mini stage yeah and I can remember you know feeling nervous and those nerves never go away no they never go away and I loved it I absolutely loved the it's experience it's a buzz it it really is such a huge experience for spirit to come through but you know there's so much that goes on with it you know being able to just even talk to people talk in front of people and um I'd never done anything like it in my life so to be able to stand up there and then deliver spirit you know it's the most nerve-wracking thing to be able to be up there because you don't know what we haven't got a clue not a clue who's gonna come through you don't know what's gonna be said what cringeworthy things might be said you know what secrets might come out it is so daunting and then you've got to deliver yeah (laughs) Um, but you know I really enjoy doing uh the mediumship the platforms and the readings one-to-one readings you know there's so many personal experiences that um I can tell you (laughs) and you're teaching as well I love the teaching. So I work in education and for me it was just a, like a natural progression, I guess. But I never, you know, we all doubt ourselves. There's all times when you doubt yourself, am I going to be um, the right person to do this job? Is, is it right for me? And um, I was very lucky to have been given given that opportunity um, to be the teacher at the development circle and I've loved every single minute of it and I absolutely love seeing all of my students every single every other week we do it every other week on a Wednesday and um, I just I've really enjoyed the the process of teaching and learning and helping others it's all about you know helping others 
know know that they're not alone on this journey you know like me years ago I went to that church in search of answers of wanting to know what it was why why is this happening to me you know what is just just having that opportunity to be around like-minded individuals I think is really important and like you say what better place to go than the spiritualist church because it is very open we accept all people from all works of life it doesn't matter where you're from um, and what your background is, you are very welcome there. And so when you're starting out then, what, what are, you, are you teaching the basics? Are you talking about colours and auras and, and making connection? How, how, are you, how are you starting from a, an absolute beginner's kind of point of view? Yeah, yeah I know what you mean. Um, yeah, I mean, it's such a process to take people through. So it, ultimately mm. there are there are there are lots of different stages that you've got to take people through so the fundamentals that we do go through the basics of um how to open how to close yeah um how to feel your own energies how to feel the energies of spirit and then how to develop your natural mediumship and your natural abilities i can i can teach you all the basics you need to know but i can't make someone a medium no i can't make got it one or you haven't got it or you haven't yet That's see but it. you know and and it's down to me as a teacher then to to know those individual traits within e- each person to identify them and then to help them give them the confidence to bring them out and put them on the put them in the right places I guess to practice the things that they need to do so yeah we do go through the basics of opening and closing um ultimately the seven principles of the SNU church and many other practices along the way that's good to hear. And I think um, I think that's where a lot of people start, isn't it? Like I said, it's certainly where I started uh, many, many moons ago. I think I was 15 when uh, when I first went to my first. Uh, yeah, long. yeah, long time ago. But yes, I would say that to anybody who's listening, if you are interested in expanding or learning about uh, any psychic or mediumship abilities you feel that you have, the best place to start would be your local spiritualist church. You will have one wherever you are. There will be one. Trust me. In fact, there might even be two. Um, so yeah, make some make some calls. Go go to a church. Go to a, a meeting. Go to divine service, which is what happens on a Sunday. It's just exactly like you would have in a normal church whatever normal is um but you would have a medium who's who's come to visit and will will make that connection with spirit and and it kind of normalizes things as well for you i found did you not find that sophia i wasn't alone i wasn't the only one who could see or hear these things suddenly everything made sense at first it was a shock that spirit had come through so intently but it was just a relief at the same time you know it was just Suddenly, you know, what was once weird and not talked about or brushed under the carpet was now um, encouraged. Absolutely. And, and pushed in, pushed slightly, you know, into you becoming your true self and your true purposes, really. So it's amazing to have that experience where you can go into the circle and, yes, learn the basics and, yes, learn the fundamental parts of your, of your to build your mediumship and build your psychic practice. But ultimately having those like-minded individuals to practice on yeah. and to talk space. about your safe space, that's safe it. And have those, you just have those experiences where you can talk to each other this is what I've been through. Have you experienced this? Oh, I get that. You know, like it's nothing like, it, you know, don't worry about it. Yeah, it happens all the time. Oh, yeah, the shadow people. I know what you mean. You know, suddenly everything's normalized. So, 
Yeah, that's fantastic. Right, that's absolutely amazing, Sophia. And thank you once again for coming and joining us this week. I hope that we've just, even if the one person listening has has realised that they're not alone and what they're experiencing isn't uh, abnormal, they're not going crazy. Uh, And and if it is something that they want to develop, then they've got an idea of how they can go about that. So thank you so much, Sophia. And hopefully we will see you very soon. I can't wait. Thanks so much for having me. You're very (laughs) welcome, darling. Take care. Take care. Welcome to this week's Household Hocus Pocus. Another staple spice in the Hocus Pocus cupboard is cumin. Prized for centuries, it was once a very valuable spice that was used as currency. So it's not a surprise then that it's often linked to money and financial spells. But it's traditionally used to prevent theft. Sprinkle some on the item you wish to protect and also sprinkle some under the marital bed to protect from infidelity. Cumin can be used in any form as a protection spell and add some fire to and passion to any love spell work, but be careful, it's potent stuff. It's what adds the spice to curries after all. Can't make one without it. Bit of advice though, don't try and burn it. You will, without a doubt, choke the house out as it's very acrid and bitter when burnt. And be, to be honest, it will not work as the fire will cancel out the magical properties anyway. But that's just my opinion. So that's cumin, folks. Spicy but protective, just like Mr. M. to take our trip down to the tarot deck and it's time for tarot and we're on the last major arcana card it's card 21 the world and it's the completion of the major themes of the whole deck so the card itself shows a naked lady hovering or dancing above the earth holding a staff in each hand surrounded by a green wreath and being watched by various creatures So the world in a reading represents an ending to a cycle of life or a pause in life before the big next cycle begins and we start again with the fool. It's an indicator of a major and unstoppable change of enormous breadth. So it's it's a completion, it's an achievement, a fulfilment, it's successful conclusions and possibilities. That's generally the upright positive meaning. In the reverse, it means a delay to those things. So it can mean a lack of success, failed plans, no completion and stagnation. It's the earth element, so it can indicate a Taurian, a Capricorn or a Virgo. The ruling planet is Saturn. And that, my friends, is the last of the major arcana cards. And join me next week to start our look at the minor arcana. 
And I've taken the executive decision to split the next episode and talk about the meaning of each suits of the tarot deck first. This is so you have a solid foundation on which to start thinking about the individual cards themselves. As I've said many times before, the cards are multidimensional and have layers of meaning and the suits are the start of that understanding. So it's best to start at the bottom and work up. So join me next time when we will explore the relevance of the suits and the meanings that they generally convey in a reading itself. So join me next time while we start looking at the different suits of the Minor Arcana. Well, that's it for this week, folks. Coming up in the show next week, Amazonite is the featured crystal in Crystal Corner. There will be some more of your listeners' questions. In Household Hocus Pocus, Dill is on the menu. And in Time for Tarot, we're going to start looking at the cards and suits of the minor arcana. A big, big thank you to Sophia for being our guest on the show this week. All of Sophia's contact details are in the episode notes. Big thank you to Buzzsprout for hosting us. Our thanks to the folks at Orphonics and Audacity for their technical help. Big thank you to my beloved husband and producer, Mr. M, for his continued help and support. And a massive thank you to all our listeners, wherever you may be, for your continued support and all your lovely messages. Please subscribe and review our podcast. Your feedback helps us massively improve the show. Find us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, or via your usual podcast provider. Please visit the website www.thespiritlevel.co.uk where you can book a personal reading with me, enrol on one of the courses, browse the online store for the crystals that we talk about, crystal packs, power bracelets, aromatherapy and scented candles or just get in touch. We always love to hear from you and don't forget you can send us a voicemail by clicking on the SpeakPipe link on the episode notes or via the podcast page on the website. Totally free of charge, no download required, and it's fantastic to hear from you. So until next time, folks, look after each other and love and light to you all. <laughs>